Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. As usual, let's go around the virtual table, as we always do, and introduce our lovely players. So we start tonight with the wonderful Nathan. Oh, hello, I'm Nathan, uh, and I play Rubo, our... Uh... Asimar, Rogue, Paladin, Extraordinaire. That's me. Indeed, indeed. And we move on to his dad in the party, or the character, at least, Jeremy. Hello, everyone. I'm Damien. Uh, I'm resident dad of the party for at least one of them. And uh, the person who controls me like a marionette on strings is uh, me, Jeremy. Nice to meet all of you again. If you haven't, you know, listened to any of the other 20 some odd episodes by now. So, uh, yeah. I also like how Emma called Jeremy my dad. So, Papa? (laughs) It's okay, Nathan. It's okay. I mean, what can I say? At this point, you guys have become your characters in a way true not necessarily but all the time but (laughs) yes you guys are 29 episodes in at this point there are enough character similarities Rubo lives room free in my head but he does need to start paying because I'm really sick of it (laughs) fair enough speaking of people living rent free in your head we go to the player of the character who this entire 29 episodes has had another being living rent-free in her head and here is Gia she's talking about me Gia I have sat in the back living in my head not chat one hi everyone (laughs) I'm Gia I play Chatwin Darcy uh and her not her best friends um (laughs) it's very nice to be back indeed it is and it is nice to have you back but not that you left. I don't know. <laughs> Back after a week. Yes. After after a week of not hearing our wonderful voices. And now we move on to the next wonderful voice, which is Rosie. Hi, I'm Rosie, and I play a guard captain from Kriaf City named Elon. I, I like to play a guy sometimes. My bad. It's okay. I do too, but... (laughs) I'm a girl. I don't know. This is awkward. Let's continue. Yes, this is getting too awkward now. We're going to cut away from the awkward silence as if it never happened and move on to our last player, the lovely Andrew. I suppose it is. uh, That, yep, that's not all I meant to say. Anyway, I'm very tired tonight. Anywho, I'm Andrew playing the Elthu, the reborn lizard folk cleric and druid of the star things um yeah i'm not gonna say anymore so we can not have any more awkward pauses are we okay tonight no i don't think i feel like none of our brains are here but it's fine (laughs) (laughs) um it's fine because um 
there is craziness abound as last time our characters began their journey towards Thelthu's home, the Star Grove in the Snakeskin Fields. Taking the long way by going up north and around all of the water so that Chatwin doesn't have to worry about being on a boat anymore. Our wonderful little group of adventurers encountered some bandits who tried to trick them into complacency before attempting to murder them for all of their stuff. Unfortunately for them, they picked the wrong group to mess with because our lovely friends in this party just came back from the Feywild with a shit ton of new powerful magic items, uh, which they used to completely destroy this group of bandits and take their stuff in return. Moving on from this encounter, they decided to make a little pit stop in the city of Garibia, which was a little bit out of the way, but not too bad, and uh, split off to do various things. Remind me, I think Damien went off in search of pamphlets. Yep. Okay. And he was on his way back to the party. Indeed. Somebody else split off from the party. I don't remember who. It was Elon. Where did Elon go? Elon went somewhere private and had a moment with Aliana and took off his makeup and is headed back to the crew. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Why you gotta bring this up? I'm like chewing on my yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous. <laughs> don't be nervous. It only means that we're closer to revealing a secret to the rest of the party. I know our listeners can't see You'll it, but when y'all, when y'all see me doing this, I'm nervous or there's anxiety going on. And there, it's been a ton since it started because I'm like, oh, wait, I know where we were. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Rubo does that to people. You'll find In the out. best of ways. Oh, thanks. Anyway, and uh, our other lovely group, we Which went to like the alchemy of... shop and like the library. I think I was going there, and these two and these two tagged along. <laughs> yes, you stopped in a store with the intention of grabbing some supplies and then moving on to the library. But as you stepped into the store, you realized just how abandoned the town seemed, and found a guy with horrible uh, boils and abrasions all over his body asking for help who looked very sick how dare you do this to me that is where we will pick up as this man sits on the floor looking up at you with a very uh, unfocused look as he's asking for your help uh, uh. Oh. It's 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 okay. It's okay. Uh, hold on, hold on. Um, I move like ten, fifteen feet back. Step up to this guy, and uh, I'm gonna use five points of lay on hands to try to cure a disease or neutralize any poison that might be affecting him. All right. Um, you use your lay on hands. Uh, go ahead and make me a religion okay, check well, real quick. That's almost rolling hot earlier. It's not super hot. Hold on. Religion. Plus one. Uh, a 12 for me. 12. Gotcha. So you come up to this guy, uh, not at all phased by the level of sickness that he appears to have gotten to. And 
you place a hand on his chest and feel that familiar like pulse uh, and glow start to come off of your hand that usually uh, yeah starts the healing process and you almost for a second feel it sputter and the glow stops and like any of the like bruises and such that he had on his body likely from being sick enough that he like fell over where he stood those disappear but the the boils and rash that appears to be on his skin i i just stand up um and what's like the nearest thing i could clean my hand off with like that's not my personal belongings is there like a a rag or a towel or a tapestry or anything i could just <laughs> you would see a a, a dust rag sitting cool. on the desk i just grab it real quick and start wa- like wiping my hand off and i'm like we should just leave so uh, so so you soap you soap i pull out my little i have a little burlap bag on my belt uh that is just filled with handmade soaps <laughs> just soap <laughs> soap soap take it I, I start just scrubbing my hand down and I'm like, uh, that, 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 sh- that normally works. Um, maybe, maybe we don't be here oh. anymore. Can, can you at least get me to city hall? Do you want me to kill you, sir? Are you? Don't, no, you can't just, it's, that's uh, a living what? person. Are yeah. things that bad? Do, do you want me to try? No, oh, I can't even look maybe, at it. Maybe, maybe he, maybe he's so far gone that we just need to. To take him out of his misery. No, son. Uh, there needs I to be can, healing done. I can still No, hear you. no, no, no. You don't... We will make this decision for you, sir. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I, I guess... I, I feel like shit, but I just need to get to City Hall. Why? What? Some... Why? Because uh, a few other people got sick earlier this week. I mean... Uh, they've oh, been setting up a treatment center there. Oh fuck! Tre- oh, treatment fuck. for what? I we don't know. I still vote we kill him and leave, and just pretend this didn't happen. I vote could we leave it. I vote we uh, leave. Leave. We could just leave it to the stars and and leave. I say we leave immediately. I I can't. <laughs> I, I I am curious. Did you, what did you try, Ruba? That didn't work. It, it's not really a spell. It's more just something I can do. I I. I can usually just heal diseases or poisons. Hmm. I, I'm not really sure how it how it works, per se. It just kind of does, but it, it's it's always worked for me in the past. Then I suppose there's no point in me, me trying. It'll probably have the same effect, I presume. All right. Well, we could just leave. I, uh, okay, this is really conflicting because I want to leave so bad. Just standing here, my, my skin itches, it burns. But what, I, what's what? I turn. I'm like, what's your name? And I point at the guy. Yeah, yeah, we gotta help him somehow. <laughs> my name is Jeffrey. Je- Listen, we don't know fucking Jeffrey anything. I say we leave. <laughs> fuck Jeffrey, and fuck his incurable diseases. <laughs> you know what? You know. Listen, where, where I come from. When people have certain incurable diseases, nobody wants to be around them. I put right, something I, over my mouth and nose. <laughs> I think it, before we rule it incurable, I, I think at this point maybe I'll give it a try. 
Um, I'd like to cast Lesser Restoration if that has. All right, go ahead. Probably, and... Same thing as probably Guild Fly, but. Yeah, unfortunately, like, it's kind of a similar. Uh, it's kind of that similar feeling. Like you, um, you feel the energy of the stars sort of pulse through your limbs, and where the healing would typically start to work, you you feel that sputter as well, almost, and then the magic just kind of stops flowing, and the the ration boils are still there. Well, uh, I agree. Yeah, we, it's incurable, I suppose. It's up to Horikosh now. I, I already said it once. I'll say it again. Fuck Jeffrey. We're out of here. Wait, uh, where are Elon and Damien? They might be sick. Elon! And I run out of the <laughs> run out of the shop. Ah, we, we, we were meeting them back at the stables, right? I believe. Yeah! Okay, let's go there. Sorry, Jeffrey, I'm sick. <laughs> I, I don't know why he asked your name. Very sorry, sir. I follow Rubo. Yeah. It's our way. Can you just... As you're leaving, if you I'm find someone help, like he's probably talking to Thelthu still yeah. at this point. I'll hear him out. If you find somebody healthy out there, just tell them to go to the city hall and tell somebody I'm sick. All right. Anyway, he like goes to, like pause, asks another question. Everyone else has already gone. He'll you know catch up with everybody. <laughs> Alrighty, and you all leave. Jeffrey uh, slumped against the wall in his I, shop. I'm sprinting through the streets, going, Elon. Dead! Ayla! Whenever we get hell? out of here, we're taking everyone is taking full full baths, full baths, we're finding it in, everybody is taking a bath, that is not a request. And as you all <laughs> rush down the streets, um, we'll cut back to the stables briefly, because Damien and Elon likely would have beat you guys there. So the two of you would have kind of met up at the stables a couple of minutes before waiting on everyone else. I can't remember, was there a healthy person at the stables? Like, that we left our horses with? I don't think so. There was someone who was on the streets and they ran in earlier when we first came through this, this town. That was the only person we saw. Yeah, you guys only saw one person who hid the moment they saw you. Yeah, you wouldn't have really encountered anyone. I think you guys just left money yeah, on I think the counter right and then just put your horses in the stables. Just double checking. Oh, Elon. Looks like we're first ones here. This town's a little weird. Elon says nothing. He's looking at the ground. What's well, got your panties in a twist? <laughs> How weird can I say he is? Because <laughs> it's going to be obvious. It means nothing to him. I know. <laughs> so Elon looks a little different. He doesn't say much, but um, his usual ears are not poking out. Okay. He doesn't notice. <laughs> it be it, ears are not the feature that he looks at. So yep, and he's just like, "What? What's got your panties in a twist?" I don't have panties, sir. It's an expression. Fine, who pissed in your beard? How about that? Is that a better one? If you don't notice, then good. That, that's that's fine. Where's everybody else, so we can go? Ah. I don't know, they all kind of went their own way. We all had plans to grab things and meet back here. They should be here soon, I think. Robo! Robo! Where are you going? Robo! 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 Oh, shit! It's Robo! Where are they? At this point, what? he would be sprinting down, but... <laughs> oh, that sounds like them. 
street. Let's go greet them. The author's just walking behind us. Oh, 100%. Like, he probably <laughs> ran to at least, like, see you guys. But, like, as soon as he, like, knows where you're going, just no rush. Leisurely stroll. <laughs> the other two are just going insane running <laughs> down the street. Maybe he's just going to kind of, like, pick up his hammer, pick up his shield, start walking y'all's direction. And he's like, why the hell are y'all screaming so loud? I, I run straight up to Elon and I like just give Elon the biggest hug. And I'm like, and then I like grab him by the shoulders a little bit and like push him back. And I'm like, oh, you're not sick. Elon oh, <laughs> is red at this point. Like, fuck. You, you do, are, you do like, do, you somehow look, um, why are you, why are y'all screaming? Oh, disease! There's disease-ridden people everywhere. I can't. I can't. Okay. Okay. Here. I here's some of Chowlin's homemade soap. I was right next to Wash him. Wash your hands. I was right next to him. Okay. Right next to who? Chatwin. Take a deep breath. Explain Ch- what's happening. Get it, Rubo. Okay, Rubo. Rubo, you go. Rubo just just staring at Elon, still hasn't like really taken a step back from Elon. Um, and he's like, uh, yeah. Um, and he like shakes his head. Uh, there was some dude that was riddled with some kind of disease or something, and I tried tried to heal him the way I normally wouldn't, and so did the author, and it just it just didn't work. So. So apparently people here have an incurable disease, so I think we should leave. Like a plague? I, don't sure. say that word. Don't say that how, word. Don't you how, fucking dare. Oh. How did you get into a house that was boarded off for being plagued? It wasn't. It was just open. It was just a shop. And then it was a we, library. Were, we were looking through. I thought it was a shop. It was we a library second. And... <laughs> what, what did we're... y'all... What happened to him? We ran away. Well, his name was Jeffrey, and... and... I offered to kill him, but then we just left. You just, you just left, left a poor sick man on the floor. <sighs> Trust me. Well, well, I didn't want to get sick. He asked us if we see anyone else to tell them where he is. Okay, tell me where he is. It may not make sense for us to go as we have places oh, to be. Let me get him to a doctor and we can leave. Damien? If you come in contact with that man, I cannot be near you ever Chatwin, <laughs> that is perfectly fine. Okay, just want to make that clear. You are never allowed to come near me again if you go through I'm this. I'm just gonna take a cloak, wrap him, and take him where he needs to go. I'm, I, I understand that. I trust me. I, I, I want to to help him. He look. He needed our help, and I, 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 I want to help him. I offer. I offered to help mm-hmm. him. Not like you can't just offer to kill someone, Rubo. But if he, I just wanted to take all, him out of his misery. No. All right, all right. Here, and he's gonna like tap you on the shoulder and like clean every ounce of your clothing and stuff with prestidigitation because, yes. Barely any dirt lifts off because Chatwin's already pretty immaculately clean. <laughs> he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it to Rubo, and he's like so much dirt just full. <laughs> it, just, it just goes. <laughs> And like dirt that like wasn't visible just flies <laughs> off of his body, and he's and he's gonna be like, "Does that make you feel a little bit better?" Yeah, not really, but I just, I just, I don't want. 
I will not take the cloak back. I will wrap him and take him to somewhere to get treated. And then I will go ahead and come back. Rubo's still kind of staring at Elon's like, I'm I'm just glad that you guys are not. How how about this? Elon goes in his bag, gets like a really nice shirt out and just starts shredding it pretty much. And he grabs a piece, wraps it around his face. Uh, Dip it in water first. Blocks more air out that way. Is the water clean? Oh, I have clean water on me at all times. He's going to toss a strip <laughs> of this cloth to everybody, like chat one Rubo and Thelthu, and of course Damien. Yeah, Damien will go ahead and wrap it and be before, like... Before he dips it, Rubo dips his in water, he does sniff it real one, one time real quick. <laughs> Can I roll slide a hand? Um, I think this would be more of a stealth versus perception okay. if you're trying to be sneaky about sniffing yeah, he it. Yeah, he just sniffs it like real quick. Okay. Uh, Cuts off a small piece to keep. (laughs) I I cut off a small piece for Aliana as well. (laughs) Just tell her, wrap it around your face. 18 plus 2, dirty 20. Alrighty. Does anyone think that they would be seeing this even in their periphery? I got 10 wisdom, man. (laughs) Damien does not care at all. I don't think 20. Um... With all this, with Does Elon notice is the question? <laughs> yeah, that's the real question. Elon, I don't think, would be like caring too much or being paying attention, so no. Ah, uh, you get away with being a creep. Good. As you <laughs> hand Aliana the um, the cloth, though, Elon, she would just kind of whisper in your ear and be like, told you no one would notice. That's because I have something wrapped around my face now. On that note, with him passing that before. out... <laughs> Can Tywin just take a look at him while he's passing them out? Make a perception check. Okay. Yeah, because I would have tied like tied tied it around my head. I would have tied um, it around my head before I passed them out. But I mean, like, it's not necessarily hmm. gonna hide that. So, I mean, it's an eleven. I don't have very good perception. Yeah, you wouldn't notice anything really different. Nope. <laughs> We're just not gonna mention it right now. Let's just keep I, going. I already ran straight up and looked Alan straight in the face immediately, so I've already seen it before the the mask. Yeah, Alan just turned red and was just like, "Oh, look, something else over there. Let's do this." Haha. Chatwin's too distraught. Chips. See, lots of pressure. Chatwin. Chatwin's being her germaphobe self. It's wonderful. <laughs> We're we're at the the like stables, right? Yes. Is can yeah. I can I like look inside real quick for like a pitchfork? Yeah, you would be able to find one without too much issue. Cool. I, I grab it and and just walk with it like at the ready to keep anyone back. Okay. <laughs> you, you now have a pitchfork. Chatwin, to... get behind me. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys head back to the alchemy shop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're w- we're not leaving. Uh, <laughs> Even a poor man. I will. I will take the robe it, like it out and walk into the shop. You would hear uh, someone kind of uh, pipe up very weakly from behind the desk and just be like, Midas, is that you? Uh, no, it's uh, my name's Damien. I've come to help you out. Do you all have like oh. a treatment center for this or like a hospital I can take you to? They've been putting a makeshift one together in City Hall. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap you in a cloak. I hope you do not mind. 
Okay, yeah, whatever makes you not get sick. Uh, there were some people here before that were kind of scared of me, so I don't know what I look like right now, but it can't it can't be good. Goes around and looks at him. Hey, He's... Jeffrey. <laughs> From the back of the room. Oh, you're here? Hi. I mean, he's definitely not the sickest that you've ever seen. He is, like, his face has, like, three or four large boils on it, and it seems like there's a rash that's spreading down part of his face. But it seems that right now it's contained only to his face, so... Okay. He doesn't look like he's that bad. If anything, it's probably early stages. I put a cloak around him, uh, tap his shoulder, press the digitation him clean. Mm -hmm. And then pick him up and start carrying him. And it's like, so where am I taking you, lad? Oh, okay. Um, if you just make a left here onto this main street that's wider than all the other streets, then uh, it's straight up into the center of the city. Sounds good. I'll get you there as quick as I can. And start Thank like you. a slight jog. And you jog down and after he kind of like weakly directs you through a couple alleys. Can, can I cut in real quick? Yeah. After Damien carries this guy out, this is like a library? Uh, this is the alchemy shop. This is the alchemy shop. Okay. Uh, since I know this guy isn't in here anymore and he's sick and dying, can I make a, another perception check for anything valuable? Um, or investigation? Sure, make me a... I'd say investigation for this one. Ooh, pretty good. 16 plus one, 17. Nice, okay. Um, with a 17, you would see, as far as everything goes... Some of the potions don't really have labels or anything, so you wouldn't necessarily be able to tell uh, if what some of them are or if they would be valuable. You do find a couple healing potions. Sweet. Uh, I'll snatch them real quick. Alrighty. Uh, just two regular healing potions? Yes, two regular healing potions. Sweet. And then I'll, fo I'll follow everyone as soon as we do that. Anyone else doing anything? I'm just continuously casting prestidigitation on myself and this man as we go. <laughs> All right. Um, Keeping keep... it as clean as possible. Mm -hmm. And you manage to keep yourself pretty clean. You do see, like, as you're going, like, uh, at the beginning when you first cleaned him off, a bunch of sweat would have gone flying off of him, which was kind of gross. But now that you're consistently cleaning him, like, every two seconds, at this point, there's almost nothing too clean because unfortunately prestidigitation can't necessarily remove the the symptoms of his disease no but, but it can keep his body clean yeah and so you head up that uh, that main street uh, to find a uh, what appears to be a large single story building built almost like a giant like a giant square with some very like decorative carvings on the outside of the stone. And uh, it takes up the entire center of like the roads sort of wrap around it. It's almost like the building is the center of the city. But you head towards it and uh, you see that the door is propped open and they've got a few people. Um, what look like clerics and other um, religious folks sort of 
carrying others with similar like boils and whatnot in on stretchers. Uh, you see them take at least three more people in before you arrive. All right. Yeah, I'm going to walk on up. Oh, excuse me. And an older looking uh, man in cleric's robes kind of turns and goes, yes, can I can I assist you with something? Oh, yeah, we found this uh, this lad off in his uh, shop. Uh, said that it would be best if we brought him here. I cleaned him up and put a robe around him. Oh, um, perfect. Thank you. Um, I will... Uh, and he turns and sort of, like, finds a stretcher that was, like, put off to the side and says, I will grab one of my apprentices to help me um, bring him inside. Give me just a moment. And All right. you see him rush off towards, like, where there's a crowd of other clerics. And he finds uh, what looks to be a younger boy, like, maybe 18, 19. Sort of, like, puts a hand on his shoulder and gestures for him to come over. And he's like, we can take him off your hands and get him set up in the treatment center. Thank you. Oh, that would be most appreciated. Thank you. Pleasure to help. Hopefully he gets better soon. Thank you for bringing him to us. And you watch them place him on the stretcher and start to head up the stairs to the city hall. Turn back to everyone else. All right. Well, that's handled. Let's leave immediately. I'm I'm done being here. I, the whole time I'm in the back with Rube or, or with Chatwin, like cowering behind me, like with the pitchfork, like aimed at people as they took steps closer. <sighs> yeah. Some of them are giving you weird looks. Others are kind of just too busy helping with everything to really notice. All right, well, let's head back. We'll, we'll head out. Everybody get what you needed. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I got some stuff. I got feed for the horses. We should be good to go. Yeah. Oh no, the horses. <laughs> what time of day is it? It's getting kind of close to, you've been traveling for most of the day and you uh, found the bandits uh, close to dusk. It's it's getting pretty close to sunset at mm. this point, I would say. I was greatly looking forward to sleeping in a bed with a roof tonight, but I would rather sleep in the dirt than stay in this town, to be honest. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind either way. I'm really trying not to be horrible to these people, but I, I can't do this, no. Let's just go. Yeah. A voice kind of pipes up in the back of your head. You already almost left the man to die. I'd say that's as bad as it gets. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. That's worse. <laughs> that is somehow worse. And you guys head off back towards the stables. Your horses would not have moved. They'd have been happily munching away at whatever feed was provided them before you guys kind of went off to do your duties. In the meantime, you guys get your cart kind of put together, load up the feed and any other supplies that you grab, and you head out of the city. Everyone make me one last perception check as you're leaving. 18 for Rubo. Nice. Three for Avon. <laughs> yes. I got a 23. As did I. 23. Seven. <laughs> also yikes. Alrighty. So then... Um, Rubo, Damien, and Thelthu, the three of you, as you're kind of heading out, as you give a quick glance back at the city that uh, everyone seems very eager to leave, you notice this, a bit of fog roll in, 
uh, that has this strange green tinge. Uh, hurry up. Uh, da- Damien, can you make the horses go faster? Do I see where the fog is coming from? Not. It doesn't seem to have a particular origin. It just sort of like pops up in the streets. Uh, Chatwin, do you know what that is? Hmm? I'm sorry. I look up from where I was washing my hands on the edge of the car away from Damien. <laughs> and as he points it out, you see this kind of strange, like greenish fog. Uh, it's kind of starting to appear in the streets. Can I do a, any kind of arcana or investigation check surrounding this? Now that it's been pointed out? Mm-hmm. Give me an arcana. Okay, let's use the necromancy die. Can I roll a survival check? Arcana, okay. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. What do I add to arcana? 15 Ooh, for survival. I had plus 7 arcana, uh, so that's a 19. Now that he points it out, the for you, Chatwin, the tinge of color definitely gives away that it has some sort of like magical nature to it especially like the way it's coalescing uh damien you would notice this as well as with your 15th survival fog usually doesn't necessarily just appear out of nowhere there need to be certain conditions like um with the air like the state of the air and the ground in order to create fog and usually that it forms over water and moves other places so you know that the ocean's nearby, but it doesn't appear to be moving in from the ocean. It just kind of appeared in the middle of the street. So there's def- definitely something funky going on with this fog. Is it? Are we? Is this being noticed after we've left the city? Yeah, you guys are already kind of. On so your it's way not out near us. It looks like it's no. okay. I think someone is definitely, or something is, maybe, doing that to the city. Is that a way you could stop it? Um, uh, if we knew its source, maybe we would have to go back and investigate some. I would assume that that's out of the question for you. Uh, not, not tonight. I don't know if... Not now, because the fog is there now. I. These are two very strong feelings I'm conflicting with, Damien, because I want to help, but... Um, uh, let's it's it's not something that we can do right now because I don't want any of us going into that fog if carrying that man didn't do anything stepping foot into the weird green fog probably would that's not normally a thing you do like casually I'm not going into the green fog I'm just putting it out there Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a fairly resilient old man I'm not saying we can't even discuss going back, but I'm not going in with the green fox there. I I just, I've got too much life to live. I'm sorry. There just really is no point in risking it. If we think the fog is causing it, then why would we go back with the fog there? All right. Do we want to set up a camp and go back later to investigate? Or do we want to continue with our trip? Let's... We have a long road ahead of us. What's the possibility of it? already affecting one of us. Don't say that. If it affects one of us, it'll be me, and I'm keeping my distance. Any traveler that's going to go through, it's going to just pass on to more cities. That, if that's... Obviously, that doesn't look normal. If we can stop it here, it'd be nice. But, uh, maybe we should make a camp out here. 
Watch how long it stays. See if it has a time difference. You know? I'm fine with starting there. Let's right. start there. And if we investigate and we can't find what's making it, then it, it, this place is cursed. Then let us set up a, a camp, alright? I'll keep watch. But I'm, as long as we're on the agreement that we're not going into the fog, I'm, I'll, I'll go with this. Alright, we are not going to go into the fog tonight. No, no, no. I'm not going into the fog at all. You don't have to go into the fog at all. I'm not going to make... I'm not going to put my words in I will not go into the fog because if in certain circumstances require it, I will. Elon starts making the camp. Elon, you start making camp. Aliana does her best to help you with her teeny tiny little body. Yeah, I set up a camp as well. I get put myself a tent a little bit closer to the city, preferably somewhere higher up where I've got a nice view of it. You know what I mean? Like a hillside or something. It is fairly flat. Um, this mm -hmm. is kind of like a combination of like desert and grassland, but uh, you would be able to find like a little bit of like almost a sand dune. All right. To set up on. Could I? Does anybody have any sort of metal pots or bowl or anything? Something that I could heat up water in? Elon probably has one, tosses it to you, quickly okay. goes back to work. I'm going to start a fire. Fill up the uh, little pot with water, boil it, take my gloves off, and then cover my arms in my cloak and boil my gloves. <laughs> I just sit there watching them boil for a couple minutes. <laughs> when I'm satisfied and take them out, I'll wring them out. I'm resistant to fire now, so super hot water does not affect me. <laughs> not, not, I'm sticking, not sticking my hands in boiling water, but when I'm wringing them out. <laughs> Um, yeah. Then I'm just gonna kind of set them on my leg to dry. And just sit there by the boiling water. And you guys are just like watching this as like pulls them out of the boiling water, wrings them out, not even waiting for them to cool down. <sighs> I don't like today. Yeah, today's not a good day. Uh, just wash that pot out for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bed. Um, um, Damien, if you needed someone else to watch this, let me know. Good night. Elon goes in. <laughs> Damien's going to set up and keep watch. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Alrighty. He's going to watch the town for anything suspicious happening and watch the camp for, you know, more of those fish people trying to get, you know, frisky. Looking for a shortcut to the afterlife. At as we go to lay down, can I make my way over to wherever Elon's making her, uh, making his bed for the night? Yes, you may. Don't do this, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to kind of wander over and be like, hey. Um, yeah, what is it? I don't know. I guess maybe it's nothing, but you look a little different today. And I, but you also don't, you also don't at the same time. Is Ruba like right outside? Um, are, are you made like a tent? Yeah, I'm probably. Yeah, made, then like, I'm just like at, just outside the tent. You can like see my shadow like reflecting on the door from the campfire. Elon just opens the flap really quickly. Is going to grab you by the shirt and just pull you in. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you do. No, 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 no. Shh, oh. shh, shh. 
This is neither time nor place. We got something bigger here. So, please don't say this to anybody, okay? Yeah, of course. All right, I need you to do me a favor. Yeah. Nobody paid you anything, right? To, like, hurt me, you know, kill me or anything, right? No, I... I, Okay. I just met you. I, I never knew anything about you before can can i roll an insight check on elon right now you may elon if you're trying to hide anything roll a deception please uh that's a 23 16 plus 7 oh my god uh I this had a is 17. one of my strong suits <laughs> yeah you okay. can see right uh, i'm just trying to see like what like the level of of his concern and like i guess i'm also trying to get a sense of like Elon's distrust for is it like is this distrust in us or is this distrust in just people in general like uh just trying to get a feel for like what what's going through Elon's mind so Elon basically like in doing this is obviously revealing a big secret but in a in a different way that's also related to people could want him dead for it it's a good way, I guess you could put it. He's worried about that. It's not necessarily distrust in you guys too much. There's more trust towards all of you than, you know, like other people out on the street. I think I just go, listen, I, we haven't kn- known each other for all that long, but you don't have to hide anything to have my trust. I, I trust you and I, I'd never do anything to hurt you intentionally. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but earlier today when I was running through that city, I I was worried if you were okay. Elon's going to kind of like just big sigh, like, okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Here. And he's going to sweep his hair back and you're going to see, instead of the long elven ears, you're going to see small pointy ears. I'm a half elf. I tentatively like reach out to like run my like thumb along the side of his ear. And I would go if if he allows, of course. Like if he pulls back, he. I would Ruben say, stops. Emma, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say they they've got like they're probably really red and like a yeah. little bit rough. They would look very irritated like there would probably be some like residual like dried glue probably yeah yeah it's like you can tell that he's been hiding these with some sort of like prosthetic or something you're not entirely sure what he used but you're familiar enough with disguise like disguising yourself that you know some sort of disguise was used to make them look like real elven ears and he's been applying it for a while to the point where that skin is has not necessarily fully recovered yet. I kind of like just softly like run my my like finger along his ear for a second. And I'm like, I, I look at him just kind of I, I, I feel like Elon's kind of awkward enough that he's probably not making super direct eye contact with me. But I try to like catch his gaze and say. I'm so sorry that you felt the need to hide this from us. You're beautiful just the way you are. In fact, maybe (laughs) more so now. I have had to hide these since I was born. Shouldn't have. 
it's listen it's there's a lot of things you think Think, you have to hide you you don't have to things like this in korea where i'm from is very big issue and if my family knew that i was showing somebody out here like this i'm sure they wouldn't hesitate to hire an assassin or two to come after me well any assassin that shows up while i'm around is gonna have to go through me first before they lay a hand on you <laughs> thanks that makes you're, it a little bit worth it you're part of our our weird family of sorts now and whether that was by mistake or i guess the fates i won't i'm not gonna let something like that happen you, the place you're from kind of sounds like it sucks to be honest there's there's some parts i absolutely love but the family and the higher-ups yeah they they really fucking suck i'm just i don't really want to we have something bigger going on i don't I don't want to stop right now for this, but thanks. It really, really helps. You have no idea. I uh, reach down and I just grab Alon's hand. And as I like softly squeeze it, I'm like, thank you for sharing this with us. I know it probably took a lot. (laughs) I'm showing that I can, I can share my secrets too. That's all. Right. Good night. Yeah. Night. I think I just like, there's like an awkward moment where Ruba doesn't leave. He just kind of stares at Elon and then he's like, okay. And I just like hustle out of the tent. Um, hustle away you do. Is anyone else doing anything to prepare for bed? I I think that he's just trying to find a tree somewhere. (laughs) This is his usual, just lean against a tree, stare at the sky. Fair enough. I'll wake Um, up for a second watch, by the way, since I only need to sleep four hours. For the second or third or last or... After my four hours, yeah. Uh, so just to clarify, order. I'm taking first watch. Mm-hmm. G Alon, is taking you... second. Okay. I was going to say, is Elon or Chatwin taking second watch? Or would I take last? Like, sleep the four hours and take the last? Would I be able to sleep four hours and take second watch, or would I have to take last? Do the last, and Elon will take second. Okay. So Damien's not taking a long rest. He's just going to take a short rest after this and rest his body a bit yeah i think we've we've specified that if you guys are splitting watch into three um chunks it's two and a half hours each so give or take so you would still be able to sleep your four hours and then take last watch dope that's what i'll do so damien the night's pretty quiet you're nearby the water so you do hear a bit of like frogs croaking every once in a while usual pond noises all right. Frogs, crickets, the usual, but the town itself is quiet. I observe the town. Make me a perception check. 22. Alrighty. Uh, you keep a close eye on the town. Near the last half hour of your shift, the mist dissipates, and the city looks as if it was never different. I wait the next half hour and then go wake up Alon and be like, hey, lad. Your turn to keep watch. <clears throat> Thanks. Elon's. I start walking towards the city. Yeah, Elon's gonna crawl out and just say, hey, where are you going? Well, the mist is gone. I'm gonna go see if I can find anything unusual. Ah, oh, fuck. Do you 
I'll be back in an hour or so, okay? Uh, Goes over to Aliana, like, kind of pokes her, like, hey, hey, wake up. What? What's up? Can you just go with Damien really quick, please? Uh, Rubs her eyes. What's he doing now? He's going back into that city. Wonderful. All right. It won't let me come with them, so... You can at least just ride. Fine. Grabs the little cloth, ties it around her face again. I owe you. Hell yeah, you do. <laughs> Runs over with Aliana and just like, I'll at least take her. Alright. Just don't get in my way, alright? Flutters very sleepily onto your, her, onto your shoulder. And how the fuck am I supposed to do that? Just get yourself a nice sleep. I'll try not to jostle you too much. Alright. Whatever. And you see her kind of start stretching a little bit. I'm supposed to keep watch over you, so I'm not going to fall asleep on the job. Yeah, no offense, Damien, but something happens to you, at least you can come warn us. Alright. Be careful, old man. I will be. And Elon is going to take a plop and uh, keep a watch. Also watch the city. All right, go ahead and make me a perception check, sir. Ooh, 16. Nice, nice. Yeah, you keep an eye on the the city. Nothing changes throughout your shift as we kind of hop over to Damien. Uh, you wander back into the city. Um, what exactly are you looking for as you're kind of taking a look around? I'm looking for people out and about people who are awake and moving around the city because that's probably not supposed to happen this late at night, mm-hmm. especially with that mist that was everywhere. I do have a 17 passive perception. Okay. <laughs> so I'm fairly perceptive old man. All right. Yeah. You kind of wander around, take a look around the city's. I also try to see if the gas pool is pooled up at any particular places still. Like, mm-hmm. small pockets of it in, like, an alleyway or something. Alrighty. If you're deliberately looking in... Your passive perception is you're kind of wandering around, taking yep. a general look. The city's fairly silent. You hear the occasional, like... You see now that you hadn't really seen any animals or anything wandering about earlier either. But now that uh, night has fallen and... You don't see that gas around anymore. You see a couple stray cats rummaging through like the the garbage bins, trying to like dig out like scraps of food and whatnot. Other than that, the city is fairly silent. You don't see any people wandering about. Uh, make me a perception check for as far as trying to find some pockets of the gas still left. Uh, it's only an eighteen. All right. With that 18, you wouldn't find any pockets of it remaining at this point. Can I try to see if, like, would it be, like, animal handling to try and see where the cats were hiding at during the whole time this gas came out? I'd say you could make an animal handling to get them to show you. Otherwise, okay. you'd, you could piggyback off of that perception check for that. Uh, I'd like to use an animal handle check to see if they can show me where the gas came from. Okay. I mean, because if they know how, when and how to avoid it, they might know where it comes from. Come on, dice. Oh, that's that's a 20. Okay, so that's a 16 plus 4, 20. Yeah, you start kind of making friends with some of the uh, stray cats. 
that you see. And... Can I take some with me when I leave, Jesus? <laughs> they start kind of nuzzling up towards you, and you ask them, kind of, uh, start kind of asking them about this this fog and what they're doing to avoid it or if they know where it comes from and they look kind of confused until you mention like where are you guys going to avoid this and they kind of like look and they lead you back to uh, one of the this city has sort of like rows and rows of like larger buildings that seem to be like multiple like story like apartment homes almost or like condos townhouses okay and you see next to one of them is built multiple little like shelters but like um there's an alley right next to the house and it looks like they've almost been built so that as you look into the hole that the cat disappears into it looks like they've sort of been built part way into the home that they're okay. sitting next to. And the cat just pushes what looks to be like an empty dish in front of the hole so that it blocks the where the gas would come in from. Or at least like, you know that like it wouldn't necessarily completely like shut it out especially since it's not like fully sealed but it would mitigate the amount that comes through okay and then the cat kind of like pushes the dish aside again it kind of clatters to the ground and it peeks back out i'm gonna hand it some of my food and just be like how would you like to come with us let us know if that mist is ever going to show up so we know when to when to go off and find a place to hide And you could see it kind of like hesitating for a minute. And it kind of sits down in the house. I assume that means you live here. Wow. Right. See, kind of not a little. <laughs> well, would you and your friends be willing to help us out while we investigate? Put some food down. I can get plenty of food for you. You see, it like takes the food happily, starts chomping down on it. Well, come on, hold my hand out. Wow. Let's go look around a bit. And the cat will follow you. I'm going to kind of double back and look at some things I looked at before and see if the cat freaks out at anything or avoids any wants to avoid any particular areas. Because I'm now like mentally drawing out the map of this place in my head. Mm -hmm. So you kind of move through alleyways and main streets. And the cat doesn't really have much trouble going anywhere. You can tell it's a little more nervous out in the open. But that's likely because, like, with most strays, like, seeing people isn't necessarily always a good thing, depending on how the uh, people treat the cats around there. Uh, you're guessing that a lot of people would see them as more of a nuisance than anything else, especially in big cities like this. Mm -hmm. But the only place that it's actively avoiding that's not necessarily, like, it is kind of out in the open, but it seems like the cat's nose is kind of like curling up when they it passes by is the city hall all right buddy kind of like take him back to his home let him go put down some more food and it's like i'm gonna go head out now i got friends waiting on me Meow. i'll be back
head off. Alrighty. Elon, after a few minutes, you would see Damien kind of start to come on back. As soon as he gets close, just let out a big audible sigh for him to hear. We'll talk about what I found in the morning for now. Go get I'm some rest. Get some sleep. Just put lays down. <laughs> just put Ellie on a on a somewhere nice. She'll be fine there. She did in fact fall asleep on your shoulder, Damien. Yeah. Yep. Pick her up, put her down on like my bedroll, and then just go lay against a tree. <laughs> Tiny fairy sleeping on a giant bedroll. <laughs> the only tree is occupied by Felthu. There there aren't many trees around here. <laughs> I will be sleeping at the bottom of the tree. I'm assuming the Althu's in the tree. Oh no, he's he's just at the base of it, like head just staring up. Okay. It doesn't look comfortable, but I go lay on the other side of the tree then. Would it have been at like four hours of sleep, so like technically would I be awake? Um, at this point, yes, you probably would be awake. Okay. Just then going to ask uh, noticing him approach or at least you know, realizing it. Oh, where have you been? I thought you were watching and off to bed. I I was on watch and then I the mist cleared out in the city, so I went to take a quick look around to see if I could find anything. Well, I suppose we can talk about it in the morning with everyone, then. That's the plan. I'm just gonna nap against your tree for a bit. I kind of gave Aliana my bedroll. It's not my tree, but by all means. Appreciate it. And I'll just go back to staring upwards. <laughs> Indeed you do. And after a little bit, Elon, um, your shift would have ended uneventful, aside from Damien insisting he go check out the city. And it would be time to wake up Chatwin. Uh, goes over to Chatwin, pretty much, and like, kind of, I don't know, can't touch her. How do I do this? Chatwin. Chatwin. Gets like kind of up close. Chat one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Elon, okay, look. Fuck? I know. I know. I gave you a heart. I can't touch you. You don't like people touching you. Sorry. I don't know what's worse. Sorry. I'm just. I'm just not gonna make it. If I was having a weird dream, yeah. anyways, that probably didn't help. But. <sighs> okay. okay. Deep breath. Ready. <sighs> I'm fine. I just. Fuck, hey Lana. <laughs> okay, sorry. <clears throat> I'll, I'll get the metal pot and bang on it like I used to do at the barracks for oh, you. Oh, please don't. You'd wake everyone else up. I would feel bad. Yeah. Everything's a little bit uneventful. Hmm. Damien, I think, has something to say in the morning. But, um, yeah. You good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Nighty night. Yeah. Have a good watch. Elon mm -hmm. goes back to his tent and promptly falls asleep. I go and I sit by the fire. I take my um, blanket with me. <laughs> I just sit and I wrap myself in my blanket. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to keep an eye around, um, mostly looking around than I am looking at the city. Alrighty. Uh, make me your perception check, ma'am. 
is loud. Oh, what is that? Oh my god, that's a natural 20. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, that's, so that's a total of 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so perceptive. Not a ton happens early on in your shift. Um, you hear the same things that everyone else did. The frogs, the crickets. Um, you do at one point. You're kind of on high alert at this point now that Elon woke you up in that very strange, very terrifying way. Um, whispering in my whispering in my ear like a fucking ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you do see a cat peek out of a bush at one point, kind of like, look at you, look at you guys. It notices that you notice it and then runs off oh. back towards the city. I miss having pets. <laughs> so nice when animals didn't run away from me. <laughs> I want to pet a cat. Maybe you need to make your way back to the sheep. Those sheep are so nice. <laughs> They did look really fluffy. They were so fluffy. Oh, I want to pet a cat so bad. Well, obviously you can't pet that cat. No. I just sit and sulk for the rest of my watch. <laughs> Indeed. And you would notice a brief period of time before the morning where the mist came back for about half an hour. Hmm. And then as the sun rose, it dissipated again. Um, as morning comes, as dawn breaks, I'm going to light up the fire again, get it going from embers. And um, I'm going to go around and just gently wake everyone up. Um, I'll go over to... Um, Rubo first, kind of nudge his shoulder a bit. Hey, wake up and make my way around, kind of nudging everybody. Get outside Elon's tent. I can't really knock on it. Uh. You're a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the. Uh, can I see inside the tent? Can I see where his head where his head lies? You would probably be able to make out a shadow now okay. that the sun's coming up I mean, of where Elon's crouch at. on the outside of the tent where his head lies. <sighs> I'm going to message him because when I message people, it's two voices speaking in unison in a very creepy way. I'm going to message him and go like, Elon, wake up. It's time to get up. Elon. What, what the fuck? <sighs> Chat with... Oh. oh my god, don't do that. Oh. I'm sorry, oh, I had off. to. <laughs> Good morning, Elon. I'm going to stand up and I, my spirits lifted, go back to the campfire. Elon <laughs> moves the flap, looks at everybody else getting up, looks as chat when it's just like, I'm going to wake you up like that every time now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my morning, but yeah, we didn't get everyone up. Um, I am going to describe that the... Um, when I got up, you know, the fog wasn't there, but it came back at around this time for about this long, and then it went away again. Damien? You gonna tell him what you did? Uh, I suppose so. <clears throat> Once everyone's gathered, looks around to make sure everyone's there. Is Rubo still napping? 
he's he's awake, but he has not gotten up yet. <laughs> Picks up a stone, tosses it onto Rupo. Hit <laughs> <laughs> him with a rock. I'm coming, I'm coming. Hold on. <laughs> <sighs> like rolling out of bed and just <laughs> Did anyone go stumble get over. Yeah, I woke I mean, everyone I up. Yeah, I was with Damien. Yeah. Gotcha. I, it would, he's already up. Yeah, so. he sleeps the same amount as me, so he... Yeah. <laughs> technically, technically, we could have both been on watch, but <laughs> they also just wanted to look at the sky. Just, you know, choice the stars. Yeah. And so you already, you know, you volunteered ahead. Yeah. So. <laughs> Who would have guessed he liked the stars? Wow. I wouldn't have known. I know, it's crazy. Indeed. But Damien's gonna kind of, like, sit down and be like, alright, so pull out a rash and take a bite on on my watch near the end of it the last 30 minutes or so the mist went away eats a little more so after i woke up a long i figured i'd go in and take a look maybe find a culprit responsible for it because from my understanding that mist isn't natural how, how do we honestly know it's not natural uh, so a couple reasons. Mist typically is a accumulated buildup of heat around a water source, but that mist wasn't coming from the ocean, and it wasn't moving at all. It was very stationary. Mist tends to to flow around with the wind. I still, I still think we should just leave. I mean, I know that we want to help people, but this really isn't our problem. My only concern is that it might become my problem if it gets bigger than it is. In my investigating, I found out so there are some cats in the neighborhood. I made friends with a few of them. One of them showed me where they hide out when the mist comes. Uh, and it seemed to be very afraid to go near the town center. Couldn't find anything else. I mean... That that's should be natural. Obviously, maybe they just sense, just sense the sickness coming from it. I was thinking that was probably the case, and then I thought about Chatwin and Rubo's previous excursions with um, leadership, and I figured that they might be want to investigate a little closer. Rubo is a lot quieter than I am. And a lot better at investigating things like that. <sighs> Chatwin is a lot smarter than I am. And probably would come up with a better plan. I'm not saying we can't go back. It just... I don't know how... <sighs> Listen, Damien. I, I really am on the side of wanting to find out what's going on. And this could be a problem. But, like... Why do we owe our time to this? Like... There's there's so many other things that we need to attend to. All right. This is very personal to me, Rupo. My wife died of sickness, so this is very personal. Okay. I'll, I'll go along with it. It's just... If y'all don't want to and you want to continue on your way, that's fine. I'll catch up. But I figured... You're a lot better at sneaking into places than I am. And you might be able to find out if something is off about the city hall. If one sick person touches me, I might stab him, but I'm, I'll go. I wouldn't blame you. How about this? 
today and tomorrow. We don't find any clues. We leave. I'm okay with that. While all this is happening, Felthu, usually you're able to... That feeling in the back of your head is gentle. It's kind of a, hey, I have something to say. Uh, Do you want to see the vision? Kind of thing. And you let it flow in and it happens peacefully. This time you are yanked out of the conversation uh, and into your mind. As you see an older lizard folk um, who sits in front of you. Um, she appears to be weaving a basket uh, out of various um, foliage that she's sort of collected from around the forest. She's weaving various like flowers and whatnot into it as well. As she kind of looks at you and just goes, and she seems to sort of be, uh, have been teaching a lesson almost in some way. And she stops weaving the basket for a moment and looks straight into your eyes, Thelthu. She goes, Thelthu. It's very important that as you go about your journey, you learn to pick your battles wisely. There are going to come many a time in your life where emotions make it the best of you and you may make a rash decision, but especially in times when emotion is high, it may lead you into danger. Those are the times that you're at your most vulnerable, even with those you trust. Take a moment. Weigh the pros and cons in any situation before you make a final decision. As she goes back to weaving the basket. Um... The wind blows in the background and it's almost like uh, this whisper behind her of this chorus of you make out two words among the whole thing, which is go home. And then all of a sudden you're back and it looks like whatever conversation had happened is nearly finished definitely going to everyone would see him just shake his head briefly and go i do agree with rubo despite the connection i i don't mean to be rude but we don't necessarily know i mean we could spend a day or so i suppose looking around but we do have other things to get done or plan to Truthfully, there must be others who can handle a bit of disease, and perhaps it is normal here. Okay, um, how about, 
Fuck me. Um, let's make let's make a compromise. I I've been on the side of leaving, but if this is personal to Damien, let's give it the day. If today we talk to a few people, we investigate a little bit, and nothing comes from it, we can't figure out anything. Then we leave. There's. I mean, we're only. Five people. Sorry, six. Yeah, I look at Eliana on a lot shoulder. Six people? Five people in a pixie. Five people in a pixie. Put that on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> if if y'all want to leave, that's fine. I'm just going to go ask a few questions and I catch up. That's my point. Let's. I think it's fair to give it the day. If if nothing comes of it, then and there's nothing we can figure out or do, then Damien, can you agree that at that point it's best left to someone else? That's fine. Damien, um, this is um, my worst nightmare, but I think. Let me go in and ask questions and look around. Like you said, I'm good at investigating things. I'm also very good at speaking with people. And unlike, I try not to look at Delthu, most of you, I, it's very, very hard for me to get um, sick these days. So... Um, I don't want anyone else to get infected with anything. Like I was saying, there are these cats and they can let us know if the mist is going to show back up. Okay. So we grab some... I can't rely on a cat. Animals don't like me, but um, (laughs) uh, they run away. (laughs) I was hoping Thealtha might be able to talk to him a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose I could, if we think they would know any more. But even if the cats could let us know when the mist is coming, if we're saying it's not natural, then it must be magic of sorts. Who's to say that we could get out of it in time? Well, seeing as how the cats can get out in time... I feel we should be able to do the same. I mean, they are a bit smaller and nimbler. That's true. Okay, so game plan. Thelthu and a, maybe a few others or someone goes with them, talks to the cats. Another group possibly talks to someone who's healthy. Maybe, maybe not the clerics over there. Someone else outside of that. Yeah, Rubo and Gia would be good for that one. Meet back at the Rowan edge of who? town. <laughs> or sorry, Rubo and Chatwin would be good for that one. <laughs> then we meet back on the edge of uh, town. I can go into City Hall. I, <sighs> I kind of look over at Damien and I'm like, if it means that much to you, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I just want a few hours and a few questions asked. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I can do that. 
Give it two hours, and then we can head out. I'm, let's just meet back on the edge should, of town. That way we can get out past. Kill Jeffrey while we're in there. He, he did seem like. <laughs> no. We're not going to kill Jeffrey, Rubo. <laughs> I think we should just leave it up to the stars to decide his fate. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to play a hand in his fates. That's. I'm. I am a star in my own mind. <laughs> I. Um. I. Just because I'm. Um. Just because I'm petrified of this kind of thing um it's ironic that i'm scared of it because i'm actually very very it's very hard for me to get sick these days it's i i don't really um why is that insight (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna carry on about it could, could I? Deception? No, I. I I'm double. Just ask, I should have been asked. I double checked. Reborn actually do have save advantage on like saving throws against yeah. like disease and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's why. So like mechanically, it is a good idea for the two reborn to go in. But I am absolutely just rolling a natural twenty on insight. No joke. <laughs> Plus seven. Twenty-seven. Jesus, I, I'm gonna roll want... deception anyways, just because yeah. I might as well. Could I just? Could I just add to try to help hand, the chat wins the the lines? Like, I'm gonna help. It, can, I rolled a just, 19 just say, plus two. Going to, but Thaleth going, is going to say it could be a bit of a side effect of, of magic and, and whatnot. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Give me that natty 20 again. <laughs> I'm rolling this with advantage, right? Yes, okay. Thaleth giving you help. It's a 13. Come on, bitch. Oh, that's not a nat 20, but it's still very high. Um, so for my deception, my highest skill, that is going to be a 27. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> he still got a nat 20, though. A yeah, nat 20 a nat, a nat for, this, for the 27. I, I match his 27, 20. but he did get a nat 20. Mm-hmm. But Rubo already so, knows. <laughs> I think so. I look at Rubo. and I'm fully asking. I'm. I just. <laughs> why is that? I think I look you dead in the eyes, and just stare at you in silence for you a couple seconds. You do look me dead in the eyes with your dead eyes. <laughs> um, Chowin has whited out like foggy pupils too. <laughs> like I don't know if I mentioned that at the beginning, but Her like undead she eyes. does have undead eyes. She has dead eyes. You look at me. You look at me undead in the eyes. <laughs> I look at you undead in the eyes <laughs> for a few seconds, um, and just kind of, and it's a very intense look on my face that you haven't really seen Chatwin wear. Um, there's almost malice behind it. Before I smile very sweetly. Comes with age, I suppose. And Rubo, you would be able to, with an at 20, see the bold-faced lion <laughs> behind that. I just kind of nod at Chatwin. And then I, like, go, okay. Keep your secrets. It's fine. Well, I'm going to go into um, my own personal hellscape by entering the city hall. Um, so, I'm fine going by myself, um, but if anybody wants to volunteer themselves, you probably shouldn't. I'm, I'll go. Okay. I give Rubo another weird look. <laughs> okay. Um, is that everything, though? We have a plan on... Just for a few hours, right? Just to see what we can gather. Yeah, we'll gather back in two hours. Okay. 
back at on the edge, edge of town. town. Edge of town. I, I yeah. grab I grab the pitchfork from the cart. <laughs> Robo, please don't take that with you. You will make it a lot harder for people to talk to you. You have a I knife. Twirl it and like stab it down into the ground. You have a knife. It's hidden well. You're fine. And as you all head towards the city, I think that's where we're gonna leave it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Bam, 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 bam. Sorry. Uh, Damien's wife did die of a sickness, so this is upsetting to him. But that's Emma's why like, no. God, the, go away. Run away. God, the deathly squeaky chair. Kill it with fire. Chat one, please. Kill it. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed the crazy shenanigans and the near murder of NPCs for no reason, please be sure to follow us on all of our social media for more fun and kooky uh, clips and whatnot. We are Chronicles of Priath Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And if you don't listen to us on all of the traditional podcast platforms where we're available, you can find all of our episodes on our YouTube channel, Chronicles of Kriath Podcast. Um, we'll leave you with a brief message here in a moment, but thank you guys again so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. He deserved Bye. it. He, he needed to die. No, Jeffrey! No, Jeffrey. No. <laughs> he was sick. That was the reason. Hey everybody, it's Nathan, aka Rubo from Chronicles of Kriath Podcast, here with a message from our friends over at Instacart. We understand that life gets busy, both in our fantasy worlds and in real life. That's why it's good to save time where you can, and Instacart can help you save time on your grocery shopping. Skip the weekly trip and let an unseen servant or a personal shopper, as Instacart calls them, stop at your favorite stores for you. They'll pack out anything from fresh eggs and produce to your favorite snack of ingredients. All delivered to your door in as fast as one hour. And don't worry if you're a picky shopper. They pick items with your preferences in mind. But don't take our word for it. Try Instacart for yourself. And if you use the link in our description, you'll get free delivery on your first order over $35. So what are you waiting for? Your groceries aren't going to fall out of the sky, but with Instacart, they can be delivered to your door.